0: Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about one of the most important aspects of a Walt Disney World vacation transportation. With so many options available, from monorails to buses to boats to flying elephants, it can be confusing to figure out which mode of transportation will take you where you want to go. But fear not, we're here to break it all down for you and help you navigate the transportation system like a seasoned pro. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the world of Disney transportation. Hey everybody, how are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Glad to be Good, here. I'm so glad we could all get together for this one. I feel like this is like such an important thing that a lot of people don't realize how they can get around Disney and that there are so many options
1: or there's like a lot of confusion. Yeah. I think some people think the monorail will take you everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'll take Wouldn't the it monorail. Be nice if it did? <laughs> yes. Or a magic carpet or, or a flying elephant <laughs> to get you everywhere.
0: I know. Right. I hope that they do be. something like that one day. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, I think definitely let's start with the, the most like recognizable of everything. I feel like It's got to be the monorail,
1: right? Yeah, I think when most people think about Disney, that's how they think they're getting around the parks is the monorail. And it is a great option. Um, You know, only three resorts though are on the monorail. So it's the Contemporary, Grand Floridian and Polynesian. And then the monorail will take you to the Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. And I'm going to say this, and I hope I don't get booed. But it's funny because I have like, you know, I know people are like live or die by the monorail. And Then I just think like, but even if you're staying on the monorail, two of those three resorts, you can just walk to Magic Kingdom. And I'm a big fan of walking. You know, I, I get the allure, but I was like, you can just, I would, I would walk to Magic Kingdom from the contemporary any day before I jumped on the monorail. But that's me. Yeah i know it's
0: right next door which is i think what is the draw to it and disney's great because they do offer so many different things and when you do stay at one of those resorts that is so close to the park Mm -hmm. they do offer the walking path which is nice and in the morning when everybody is trying to get to the park that very well may be a much faster option than than getting on the monorail but i think where it comes in clutch is when you're a park hopping between Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's where I've used it the most by far or doing a monorail like drink crawl. Yeah. Again, with the, mm-hmm. the girl bringing the drinks into the mix, but um, you know, or dining, like if you're gonna do like a progressive dinner, like an appetizer or a dinner and a dessert mm-hmm. or whatnot, you can use the monorail for that. Um, but it does definitely get you to all of your, your top, th- you know, your main three, the contemporary, the poly, the grand Floridian. You can use it if you're leaving Magic Kingdom to have a, a meal at one of those, which is also kind of fun. Maybe if you're not staying on the monorail line, um, it's a, it's a way for your family to try it out too. Because the nostalgia behind it, I mean, it yeah. was like the big thing. I mean, the, my goodness, the contemporary. It goes through the middle of the contemporary. <laughs> it was.
1: I know so many people just say the monorail is just a part of the experience that yeah. they. Their kids love trains or trams and they just want to take it through and they'll just ride the monorail around and you can certainly do that. Mm-hmm.
2: And some families get a little mixed up because there are two uh, monorail options. There's the express monorail, which takes you directly from the park to the ticket and transportation center, or where you would be going to transfer to go to Epcot. And then there's the resort monorail that does all of the stops. So if you are looking to go to Epcot, if you have parked in the magic kingdom parking lot, something like that, just make sure that you know, which monorail you're going to be getting on to go to where you need to be at the quickest. I have
0: gotten lost and on the wrong monorail almost every single Disney trip I've ever taken. I still have not mastered the monorail lines. The colors, I know they explain it. I don't know why that does not compute somewhere in my brain, but I will always get in line for the wrong one. And then I'm like, shoot, and I got to (laughs) switch.
1: My daughter will still tell herself because we were eating at Chef Mickey's one day and it was raining. And, you know, if you're at the contemporary, If you take the monorail to Magic Kingdom, it's the last stop. Mm -hmm. So you're on it for like 20 minutes. She's like, let's just ride the monorail around. Sure enough, we did. And by the time we got to the Magic Kingdom, rain had stopped. Mm -hmm. It was like the perfect magic. Yeah, it was wonderful. That's awesome.
0: I think the monorail is great. However, and I never thought in a million years I would ever say this. I absolutely love the Skyliner. And I, I mean, I am like, I don't mind heights. I don't mind roller coasters. I don't mind any of that. But for some reason in my head, I had worked up what the gondola system was going to be like going over freeways. Mm -hmm. And I freaked myself out till I rode it the first time. And I watched a family. I remember I was there. I don't think I was even there with my family. I must have been there for for some other event. But I watched a family with a double stroller, wheel their children in and the kids never had to get off. And I was like, how many times, I've watched a family struggle, trying to get the, the stroller folded up or you know, get everybody on and make sure you don't leave anyone behind on the shuttles. And I thought whoever designed this is an absolute genius and they need to do this at every single resort. I love it. Um, but it's it, it's so convenient, it's fast, which I love. Like not just the speed of it, but it's so, because it's continuous, they can get so many people there. Yep. It gives you access to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Um, and the theming is really cute. You know, like yeah. each each gondola has like a different theme. Like I'm always trying to get on the Haunted Mansion one because I think it's cool. Yeah. And we always seem to get the Coco one with Miguel. We always
2: <laughs> get the non-themed one for some reason. We get the oh. one that doesn't have the stickers on it. I don't know why. I I do love... You need to come with me. I know. I do love the Skyliner. (laughs) I think it is so convenient. You know, it connects so many resorts uh, together. So in the value category, you've got Pop Century and Art of Animation that is on the Skyliner route, Caribbean Beach... Um, the Riviera Resort, and then, of course, all of the resorts that are in in that Epcot area, beach and yacht and and boardwalk. It's just a really um, nice option for your transportation. And it's so fun. It's my favorite. I love it.
1: That's one of the things that I really like about the Skyliner. We tend to stay at those Epcot area Mm -hmm. resorts a lot, so yacht and beach or boardwalk. And when we vacation, our dining is really selected around what can we get to the easiest because it you know for us it's all about convenience and i know we'll be back and when we stay somewhere different our dining experiences change but what i love is that we can be at yacht and beach and then you just walk like you're walking to epcot over by the world showcase hop on the skyliner and then you're just one stop away from the riviera so we can eat at Mm Topolinos um i love that because i do find that it you can do it but i do find if you're Going from resort to resort for dining, it's not always super convenient. Um, And so I love that we can take the Skyliner, and the kids get a kick out of it. But you're right, Bridget. You're always watching. You're like, which which gondola am I going to get? Like, Mm -hmm. how is it wrapped? Which characters am I getting?
0: I love it. And everybody's always worried because they're not air conditioned; that it's going to be super hot. Mm -mm. And I can attest, it's not. They have them vented in a certain way that it's like this perfect breeze that comes through. So it's really relaxing. They're kind of telling you about everything you're seeing on the way. I loved it when they were building Ratatouille because when you came in, you could kind of see behind where all the construction walls were and see like the, the outside and the fountain when they were building it mm-hmm. and the queue, which was really neat. So it's, it's definitely a bird's eye view by far. I think the easiest way to get to Hollywood studios, especially if you're a star Wars person and want to get into rise, the resistance, it's the fastest way in the morning to get there. So anytime, like I'm traveling with somebody who is into that, I make sure that we're staying on one of the the properties there.
2: And if you're staying on the, the Skyliner, Skyliner route, you do have to take the Skyliner to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Some people think, "Oh, well, I'll just get the bus." The only the only way that the bus will show up is if the Skyliner is not functioning. Uh, so if it's storming or something like that, sometimes they do shut it down and they'll bring in buses for those resorts. But if you are staying at one of those. Skyliner resorts, you will need to take the Skyliner as long as it's operating um, to those two locations. And they are large. They, I
0: believe they hold like 10, I, I think. I mean, I know we, during COVID, they only did like one per family, but even now I haven't really had them put other parties in with us. I haven't noticed um but it's nice nice because if you do have a bigger family
2: they did for we're a family of three so when if if you're there and it's not busy if it's not a busy time they'll let you go alone with your family but if it's like the end of the night they did start putting people with us when we stayed there last
0: and i think it's also important to note on that on some of them you do have to actually get off and switch yeah um and i believe it's at it's at caribbean beach right caribbean
2: beach is the at Riviera. so if you're coming in from pop or art of animation you will be transferring um you'll be switching monorails and to either hollywood studios mm-hmm. or epcot Yeah.
1: you guys like the skyliner the ferries the boats for me are my favorite form i love a good quiet boat ride um you know for us and it's funny If you're staying at Yacht and Beach, you can take the ferries to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. But I feel like I rarely ever take the ferries to get to Epcot just because it's so, it's so close. Yes,
0: like five Um, minutes.
1: Yeah, but we will, you know, when we ferry to Hollywood Studios, Mm -hmm. I love that. It's just a nice boat ride. But then also, if you're in the Magic Kingdom area resort, they have their own boat system. Mm -hmm. So wilderness, contemporary, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, you'll be able to take the boats um, from your resort to Magic Kingdom and back. And for me, that's that's the best boat ride. Like I love coming in or if you're leaving at night, seeing Magic Kingdom all lit up as you're like sailing away in the distance. I think it's really nice. Um, I, do, I do like the boat ride for sure. You know, the one thing I love about all three options that we just named, um, if you have little kiddos and you have strollers, you can just wheel the strollers Mm -hmm. right on. There's no folding up because we used to be the family that would gather all of our stuff from the parks within the day. And then, you know, when the bus came, there was that like rush to unload the stroller, fold it up in time and then pull the sleeping kiddo out. I love that you can just, you know, push the stroller right onto the monorail or right onto the Skyliner or right onto the ferry.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, You know, obviously it depends on how busy it is. You know, I don't want to say they don't ever make you fold it up, but we were fortunate that you can wheel the kiddos right in. So if they're asleep, they can stay asleep. And for us, that was huge. Having that alternate form of transportation to the parks uh, during our stroller days, I loved that.
2: Mm -hmm. We have to talk about the bus. The bus, So shuttle buses, guys. No, <laughs> no. The bu- I mean, honestly, it's, it's air conditioned. It is your transportation that is going to be, you're going to be on a bus at some point, no, pr- regardless of where you're going to stay. You're going to be on one of the buses. All of the resorts have a bus. It's going to take you uh, directly to the park. One thing that I will mention, it is not resort to resort um so this is where it's really imperative to start thinking about where your dining locations are going to be and how you will get to where you need to be at uh, a lot of people ask about um they'll ask about how long you need to plan to get to where you need to be i say at least an hour to get where you just plan ahead just yeah. we're gonna not rush and not be worried and so plan for at least an hour but the bus is is the bus and it takes you to where you need to be at.
1: So for us, the bus is great because we're not trying to get on with the crowds. Mm-hmm. And if you're the bus in the off hours, there have been plenty of times that we have been on the bus alone and that has been that has been great. And I can't remember I feel like the buses just get such a bad rap that they're crowded or they full or they don't come. And then my experience has not been that at all. We've never had an issue. We've never waited more than, you know, 15, 20 minutes, which is what they tell you. They come every 20 minutes, yeah. um, you know, not waiting much longer than that. Well, and in the one morning day.
0: they have them stacked up too, which is nice. Like they'll have multiple ones going yes. to magic kingdom or whatnot. So they are trying to accommodate and get everyone where they need to be as fast as possible. And so whether you're going to the parks, the water parks, wide World of sports, Disney Springs, you, you have an option to get to all of those things and even The deluxe resorts, the ones that are on some of these other like monorail or Skyliner, you still are going to be utilizing those buses. So, you know, it's, it's something to, to keep in mind and know the schedule as well.
1: Yeah. And you know, that's one thing to remember is no matter, you could be staying at whatever you consider to be the best resort, you're always taking a bus to at least two of the parks. There's no resort option where you can get to all four parks by avoiding the bus. Um, you know, the, the best, the best resorts still only getting you to two of the parks via an alternate way of transportation. So just prepare yourself for it. But again, I don't think I, I really, you know, it's funny. Cause I always say I dread the bus and then it shows up and it's there and it's fine. And I'm like, oh I don't know why. I don't know what my problem was. I
2: think
0: if you're staying, it's also the best way to get your kids to sleep too. Yep. I've learned like at the end of the night, when you're coming home, especially late and back to your re- resort. I have so many pictures of my kids completely conked out because they turn off the lights and like they're playing soothing Disney music and stuff like that. And I, we always say the bus nap is the best nap.
1: <laughs> or when the kids end up napping on a stranger and they're like, "It's okay." I've had plenty of those.
2: <laughs> one thing I will say, is, I'm a grandma. It's all right. One, yeah. <laughs> one thing I will I will say is the only time that I've had issues with the bus is if you are staying for evening entertainment and you're leaving with the crowd. So just keep that in mind, prepare in advance, set your expectations, that if you're staying through the end of Happily Ever After or Fantasmic and everybody's leaving at the same time at the end of the day, well then yes, your wait is gonna be a little bit longer at the bus. Um, But typically it's gonna be running, they'll have multiple buses coming um, in the evening. But just keep that in mind. If you miss your bus, it's going to come after that. It's coming, um, but it's going to be more busy at the end of the evening. And one thing we didn't mention, which is come
0: back that they shut down temporarily, was minivans. And oh yeah, minivans are a great way. I know we talked about like kind of planning for your yes. your shuttle on how to get to the resort for dining. If you want a direct access. Um, it is not a complimentary service. Let me say that up front. It is through the Lyft mm-hmm. um, rideshare service app, but they are vans and SUVs that'll accommodate five guests in the SUV or up to seven in the accessible vans that they have, but they will take you direct point to point. So that will pick you up at your resort. They will take you to another resort if you wanna go for dining um, or to the parks as well. But that that's another option. Again, it's it's based on the pricing. The pricing does fluctuate. You just have to you know have everything in the app and be prepared for that. But they're very cute. Even if you only take one once, um, it's it's a great photo op, and it's
1: dawned in you know red and and mini signature dots, which is cute. One thing that I love about the minivans is it's a cast member taking you. Yes. And I'm telling you, I've had the best conversations with our drivers. And then I always leave with some nugget of information I didn't know mm-hmm. before. And then for anybody that has little kids, like, let's say, let's say, for instance, your family, like mine, that you'd like to give yourself an hour prep, like Bridget's family can, yes. we cannot. So if we're going to be late for a reservation, I know that that's going to get us from resort to resort pretty quickly. But if you have younger kiddos, they always have at least two car seats. So you'd have like a high back booster and a and a car seat option, you know, which is really nice because if you were trying to use another rideshare service, yeah. you don't always get that. So I do like that the minivans um, we'll always have two of those seats in the car with them.
2: And they're competent. Yeah, they're they, barely they know where they're going. And sometimes if you use an alternative rideshare option, they do not know where they're going <laughs> sometimes. So <laughs> um, just personal experience. It'll take you longer. Yeah, just personal <laughs> experience on that. But yes, a minivan is going to be a cast member, which is awesome.
0: And they're clean and they're either warmed up or they're air conditioned. Yes. Like it, It's like this perfect little environment. It's the it's the Disney magic,
1: mm-hmm. but in a rideshare. And if you think like, let's say you're staying somewhere where you have to take the bus to Magic Kingdom and you're like, I'm just going to take a rideshare because I want to get there faster mm-hmm. for early hours. Guess what? The other rideshare companies cannot get you to the front gate of the Magic Kingdom. So now they've taken you to the Ticket and Transportation Center mm-hmm. and you're like, what is this? And now you're left to ferry a monorail and it it honestly is not worth it your minivan driver however can take you to the front gates of the magic kingdom so that is one thing that they can do that others cannot
2: All right, well that's it for this episode of the My Mickey podcast. We hope that you found our discussion on Walt Disney World transportation helpful and informative. Remember, whether you are taking the monorail to Magic Kingdom, the Skyliner to Epcot, or a boat to Hollywood Studios, there's a transportation option to get you where you need to go. And if you want or need more information about planning your Disney vacation, be sure to reach out to the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel. They are the experts in all things Disney and they will work with you to create a magical vacation that you will never forget. Visit mymickeyvacation.com for more information. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time on the My Mickey Podcast.